0: red tag 50 years since the declaration of martial law in the philippines we are now here at the rotterdam krausplein walking with demonstrators from the red tag group there will be singing and some chanting and some recitation of the happenings during the martial law period there will uh, after this there will also be The Red Tag Forum, which is revisionism and disinformation as a tool for abuse and graft. Take a listen. This is part two
1: of part two. It's actually quite emotional in, in a sense because as 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 you read in the in, in, in this in this uh, exhibit you have a lot of people being hurt being in, in 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 a very difficult situation during that time and i do not know if it i mean it's it's a bit emotional because the, another Marcos is is a president and 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 for somebody who's really care about the country, that is somewhat disappointing. Uh, uh, just kind of uh, felt let down by a lot of people and and all the struggles that have have been done before has has been for nothing. Yeah, have we have a feeling that it's it's kind of be like that? And I, I when I was growing, up, I didn't know that it could happen. Yeah. It, but it does. We have we, ha- we have somewhat let our guard down, yeah. and it happened
2: again. So, um, yeah.
3: th- uh, they explained to me
1: that this is a, a post of history. It is. It is. Be- oh, well, it, yeah, if, you, if you if you read the news in the Philippines, the Marcoses, when they came back to the country, started doing this rounds of uh, of uh, media and rounds of. of uh, of, of well they had clout during because of Imelda. Imelda has uh, some cloud with the artist and with so, wow. the, so they went around and after twenty years here we are. Here we are back again. Yeah <laughs> Okay thank you. Thank you very much.
3: By now we can do it to stop Laby the overstemmen. En, uh, maar we gaan nu gewoon uh, rechtdoor. Rechtdoor, We gaan nu
4: eh
3: Ah hier. we, we
2: Dit dit zijn uh, nu uh, bij aangekomen op het
3: kruid, wederom op het kruisplein bij het verzetmonument. Uh, bij het verzet monument uh, Ongebroken verzet 1940-1945. Dus ja, uh, en daar gaan we een kleine voortzetting doen van onze manifestatie. Naar aanleiding van 50 jaar martial law. Herinnering aan de martial law in de Filipijnen en de opkomst van de nieuwe Marcos-dynastie.
5: I see you. Mga babae, kayo ba'y jung pangkahama? Ang ating isip ay buksan at lipunay pagkaralan. Pa'no na humog ang iyong isipan? Tatanggapin tayo'y mga libanan. Mga babae, ito nga ba'y kapalaran? Bakit ba? Mayroong mga gabela, mga Teresa at Tandang Sora Na di umasa sa luw awa, sila'y nasipag hawak ng sandata Mga babae, ang hindi Kami yang kasama, mangapa pare angitina lumaya, angkatin mangalipangan, Bakit ba may humalalisa, mga lilyosa at mga lorena na di nagtakot makibag ka at ngayon'y marami ang kasama. Mga babae, ang nitin lumaya. Mga babae, ang nitin ay lumaya. <laughs>
6: Abante! Babae! Palaban Militante! Abante! Babae! Palabang! Militante! Mujeres unidas amasera vencida! Mujeres unidas amasera vencida! The women united will never be defeated. Know. Okay. Now, now we will read
2: um, another victim.
7: Father Tullio Favalli. Father Favalli was active in his mission in many parts of northern Cotabato. He was known as the first foreign missionary to be murdered by paramilitary forces during martial law that provoked a public outcry from the Vatican and the Italian government. This region where he served was occupied by armed pseudo religious cults that were hired by the Marcos dictatorships. Anti-insurgency campaign. They were commissioned as paramilitary units who operated as Barrio self-defense units, later called Integrated Civilian Home Defense Force, the ICHDF. Among these units were the among these units were the Ilaga, whose members included the brothers Norberto Jr., Edibelberto and Elpidio Manero, known for their killing sprees. After being called by the townspeople. On the killing of the town's tailor, Father Favalli went hurriedly on a motorcycle. As the Manero brothers saw him arrive and enter a house, Norberto Jr. dragged his motorcycle and set it on fire. While Favalli hurried out, seeing the fire, Edilberto shot the Father Favali point blank in his head, trampled on his body, and fired again. This caused the priest's skull to crack open, and Norberto Jr. picked up the brains and displayed them to the horrified witnesses as he ate bits of it. Eduardo and Elpidio, among with a few other gang members, stood la- by, laughing and heckling.
6: Thank you,
3: Terwijl wij hier ons verder in de richting van de Naar de kantoorzaal Dan wij hier een woorden uh, geplaatst door de gemeente Rotterdam over stop En Dat is natuurlijk een prachtig en goed initiatief, echter helaas, het werk niet. Als de overheid niet in staat is de daders te veroordelen dan heeft dit helemaal aan geen deur, heeft geen waarom zeg ik dit omdat ik zelf ook regelmatig lastig gevallen word geïntimideerd word op de straat vanwege hetgeen zoals ik het uitzie en wat ik ben gelukkig ben ik mezelf onder alle omstandigheden dus ook
4: 1948 to 1976, founder of Kibaka, Malayang ng Kababaihan, or Free Movement of New Women. Maria Lorena Barros was a talented poet, writer, organizer, and university scholar who graduated cum laude from the University of the Philippines, Diliman, with a degree in anthropology in 1970. The intense social and political conditions of the country at that time led to her activist politicization. So, she co-founded the Malayang Kilosan ng Bagong Kababaihan or the free movement of new women, together with a number of young women who provided the women's voice and viewpoint in the rallies and demonstrations from 1970 until the declaration of martial rule in September 1972. With the suspension of the writ of habeas corpus, Barros was charged with subversion. She went underground, was arrested in 1973, but managed to escape a year later along with three other political prisoners. Lori was killed on March 24, 1976. She was captured and seriously wounded during an armed encounter with constabulary soldiers in Kasiai, Mauban, Quezon. Her captors demanded information in exchange for medical treatment. Lori refused, saying she wanted to die with her beliefs. She was she was shot in the nape. She was 28 years old. <clears throat> <coughs>
8: Music
4: Hustisher yeah. Hustisher Just. Justice. Justice. Yeah.
8: Justice Justice Justice
4: Justice, Justice. Justice. Justice.
9: Justice. Justice.
6: Never again, never again to martial law! Never again, never again, never again to martial law. Marcos fascista! Dictador to tax! Marcos Fascista! Dictador Truta! Dictador Tutac! Marcos Fascista!
10: And one of the student movement's most well known figures. Edub led a massive rally in front of Malacanang during Marcos' State of the Nation address in 1970, kicking off the first quarter storm. A historic confrontation occurred a few days after the students were violently dispersed, in which Edub demanded that Marcos promise in writing that he would not seek a third term. This enraged Marcos, who refused to give in to the demands of a grocer's son. After graduating, Edgeop continued to work for societal reforms, however, after seeing that the majority of his comrades were being imprisoned or killed, he decided to join the underground movement. After 10 days, he was arrested and tortured, and he wrote a testimony detailing his physical and mental torture. As well as the names, ranks, and personalities of his tormentors. On September 20, 1982, Edjuk was apprehended during a military raid in Davao City. The following day, on the 10th anniversary of the martial law, September 21, 1982, as a gift, Edjuk was shot to death for refusing to cooperate. He was 34 years old.
4: Never, Batael, again. Never, never, again. Again never
10: again, never again, never again to martial law. Never again,
6: never again. never again to martial law. Never again, never again. To martial law.
1: Bagasa, lang bayan, kabataan.
6: Kabataan, Bagasa, lang bayan. Bagasa, lang bayan, kabataan. Kabataan. Kabataan, Bagasa, lang bayan. Migrante Pilipino,
4: ngayon ay lumalaban. Migrante Pilipino, ngayon ay lumalaban. Ngayon ay lumalaban. Migrante Pilipino, ngayon
9: ay lumalaban. Migrante Pilipino. This one. music for all the sisters, for all the sisters, for all the women everything for
5: the struggle for social change in the people. What do maria mm-hmm. clara, mga huli at mga sisa. Na di marunong na lumaban ka apihay pamit iniluluha. Mga babae, kayo isa sadyang Pangkama. Ang ating isip ay buksan At lipunay ay pag-aralan Pa'no na hubog ang iyong isipan Tatanggapin tayo'y mga libangan Mga babae, ito nga kapalaran? Bakit ba mayroong mga gabrela Teresa at Tandang Sora na diumasa sa luhat awa Sila'y nagsipag hawak ng sandata Nagkilaban ang mitin na lumaya Bakit pa mga lisa Mga Liyosa at mga lorena Na di natakot makibaka at tayo'y marami ang kasama Mga babae, ang mitin lumaya Ang ating isip ay buksan At lipun ay pataralan Pa'no nahubog ating isipan At tanggapin tayo'y mga libangan. Mga babae, ito nga kapalaran? Bakit ba mayroong mga lisa, mga lilyosa at mga lorena na di makibaka at ngayon marami ang kasama. Mga babae, ang itin ay lumaya. Mga babae, ang itin ay lumaya.
6: Never forget. Never again to martial
9: law. There's an online question. I think this is
0: uh, for GM. How do you deal with people who have cognitive dissonance?
9: Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, I, that, I don't think there's one correct answer to it. it depends on each person's context and each person's history. For example, one of uh, our observations is that uh, we have people who really not want to vote for Pokemon but they could also not vote for the next, the best alternative. when they were voting, they had very valid concerns against the same point. How do you, how do you address that without uh, minimizing their concern, or without invalidating their to have concern from their, from these concerns that they
6: were
2: So, um. I don't think there's any one way, but for it, all of us here, it always gonna be that uh uh Asian strategy of tireless versus contacting with problems in particular with you and you might also want to pick up strategies by the marketing firms who are actually um part the supervision community. Um uh, they don't just target you with their narratives, with their propaganda, with their the people in our circles as well, because they know that a person is more likely to use their content with the people in their environment, their closest nodes in the network are at community. So we might want to use that logic for ourselves as well. Let's not focus on talking to one person, let's focus on talking to the community will do and that works good as well. So, hopefully, in the long run, we'll be doing a close call with this community of calls, we'll have more allies at the time. But, yeah, I need to know more than for we can answer. Maybe a long term. Yeah, thanks, Jayden. Yeah, there's one
8: burning question. So, another question for Jayden. Um, I personally have read uh, the outputs of yourself, uh, Nicole Burato, and Jonathan Hong, with regards to the mechanisms of this And you have pointed out in your presentation that um, a forum, a common forum, uh, in between those parallel forms that we have now, aka echo chambers, uh, should uh, be put into place. However, uh, I personally am still waiting for the how. The concrete, uh, say, recommendations how we should do it. So my question is, how do we, uh, how do we put these parallel groups into one common forum without compromising the truth and the principles that we have uh, been defending in this all-out political war? The audio was
2: with uh, Charlie. How do we put these parallel to?
8: Yeah, so how do we uh, bring those parallel groups together without compromising the truth and the principles that we have been holding dearly and defending in this all-out political war that we have been waging for at least the past six years or maybe longer? Okay, so the
2: fun answer there is no one knows yet. <laughs> The back uh, of the middle floor, the organization, the interactive interval, the march board. So we really have no one-size-fits-all answer, but we do have um, small steps that we can take towards convincing more people to have a very deep outside um, of their interval or to, are to um, be open for dialogue. And we also have more locations to... Platform government not forced governments into a kind of bridge to um, create in dialogue but really, if so a question is how do we make people sit down and just be united without compromising their own values to their long-held beliefs, because we really have no answer for it. So, with, if you're feeling uh, frustrated, or if you're feeling you know, like, um, it's so tiring because you should know the outcome. It's a valid um, feeling, but it's something that has no we, we don't think anyone has a final blueprint for it. And it's all regulated at this
4: Thanks, Katie. Would other speakers also wants to respond to the question? No? Okay, there's another question. Yes. I'm trying with my
11: name is
9: Well, I don't have a question, but
0: um, since it was discussed earlier, um, when the third, a nervous to speak or it, but when the third came to tower or before the third came to tower, I lost a lot of friends because of the fighting on social media. So I left social media altogether, and I'm just coming back now, and I realized that. Um, the problem that we have, we're facing now is everybody is so polarized that we don't see each other as Filipinos anymore. We see the other person as their political party, So we have, we have lost that connection. Um, I think what that, especially when people are abroad, Filipinos are abroad, that's when the the drive for searching for national identity is um, deeper. You want to know who you are and you want to present that to to the other nationalities. But nowadays because we're in so our uh, our bubbles and of course because of algorithm, we are so enclosed in our bubbles that uh, we only hear echo chambers. That we only hear the opinions of those people who are <laughs> with us. And when you go back to being a Filipino, you can answer the question of what do we really want for the Philippines? Because I think all of us, no matter which political party we are supporting, all of us just wants to the best for the Filipinos. Uh, Nobody wants their, their their cousins or brothers to be killed just because somebody told the police that they are drug addicts. I think if we go back to this level of being Filipinos, I think we can bridge the gap between the polit- our political standing. I think that's, that's all I think. Thank you so much. Thank you so much
11: for reminding us that. I would just like uh, to express my opinion that uh, basically there is such a thing as basic morality, the question between right and wrong. And I think nobody should forget that. We have, we have, or we should be able to distinguish between right and wrong, which is very basic. If you do not understand right and wrong, there's no way that you can understand What's happening in the Philippines? It's so sad. Yeah. When there was a question about what are we going to do about it, yeah, we're so polarized, but there is seemingly a very small light at the end of the tunnel. Because when you say it's cognitive dissonance, the other party is also, yeah, it's it's both seen from the same side. And it's so it's so like, uh, frustrating, you know? But if we only go back to basic morality, the question of right and wrong, and subjective and objective morality, then there's something there that we should be able to go back to, and from there, you can move forward. Because what is this so-called unity? You, we have to understand you meaning unity It's not the unity that they're saying because it's artificial unity. It's not artificial unity. So, yun, in, in so far as I am concerned, uh, I'm so, uh, at this point in time, I also lost friends because of the elections. But when I go, went back to Davao City and I know for a fact that even former activists, and I also know for a fact, the one who is leading the propaganda, ever since during the Duterte and up to the Marcos time, was a colleague of mine, was a friend of mine, was a very active uh, activist during my time. He's so frustrating that he was, he is, and until now I think, he is at the helm of this propaganda machine. So, I'm sad, I'm sad. But what can you do? I only do what I can do from my level. I just choose my friends and I choose to who I interact with because you can never argue with them. They will attack you personally. If you argue with them, there's no sense of arguing with them. So, lastly, what what I believe that what is happening in the Philippines right now with all this uh, artificial artificial what's this? They have to resort to importation because of yeah this artificial shortage of bawang, artificial shortage of mm-hmm. onions so, so, and salt so, and so. all these things and Bobo was going to New York, first and foremost, on behalf of Eric Clapton, oh my God. It's happening right in our lives. So, I really do not know what's... ko lang is, let us continue to do what we can, the best way we can, from our own level. And I hope that more resources will come to be able to help us in this problem that we have that we are suffering until now. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. What I
12: wanted to say is basically what what is just now being said. So thank you very much for that. I just wanted to share with you, my name is Thea Doris, by the way, I'm working in the International Institute of Social Studies in The Hague. And uh, I just wanted to share with you how impressed I am with this meeting and this initiative, and how grateful I am that this was organized. And um, you must have heard, uh, and uh, probably be more familiar than me, with the (coughs) And one of the things that has struck me very much will see, right, is that there are times, sometimes there are times that we cannot go for the big victories or the big leaps. We just need to rough out the times. We need to get through the bad times. And how we get through the bad times is partly by sort of being together in comfort and in sharing and solidarity, which was what I see happening here, and be ready for the better times. to not forget what happened, do not forget what brought you here until now. And that's what I so appreciate about this uh, project. And I really like to compliment you for this idea. And I just see it all the time here in front of me that it's about memory bearing and truth and telling. <coughs> and that is so important those are the small embers that you can keep blowing it, blowing it, blowing it, so they don't die out, but they can rekindle and become a fire again at the time that there is space for fire. You need oxygen for fire. At the moment in the Philippines, there's very little oxygen. You can never get up. You must be ready for when there's more oxygen and the fire can be Can again. Thank you. Thanks, Thea. So it's not just never,
4: forget but also never give up <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more question I think. Uh a two. Hello, oh, good um good afternoon. Um this is
6: for Sir Tony. Um thank you for sharing your story, Sir Tony. Um in your
2: story you mentioned that you are the Winner against misinformation and that you're connected with the, with our government and that you know that Um, the source of disinformation is the government. My question is, how do you see your position being the container of this movement against disinformation, being connected to the government? Who is the source of Uh, disinformation?
1: I'm
13: not connected to the government.
1: Or you said that you uh, work with a lot of government. But
13: through the years, I have worked with uh, all the administrations, as a technical expert on, on, on climate justice and climate change. Uh, but I'm actually not um, connected with the government now. That allows me to lead an independent movement uh, against this information. We focus actually, on, on, on the government and making sure the government put things right. And, and we make a comment in relation to that comment on the, the previous um, uh, description of what's happening, which, which I think is accurate among us. I mean, um, uh, we we really need to go back to uh, a way of talking to each other, even within our families, within our communities, within academia, uh, with the government, um, in ways where we can resolve issues and not just call each other names or uh, exchange positions um, without resolving them. Uh, as an academic, I also teach, uh, I've also taught negotiations for, for a long time. I mean, um, here, actually, one of the colleagues of of JM and Jonathan, Iqbal expert on deliberative democracy, uh, it would really help all of us if we help facilitate the discussions. There was a comment earlier about ideology, for example, ideological differences. Uh, I'm right in the middle of many of that, always been since way back even to the time of Greece's of, um, that. Um, but I, I never cross bridges uh, and I try to get people to, you know, uh, to clarify things um, and get them to you know uh, uh, and, and get them to resolve things. Uh, it's it has to be done retail. Uh, that it cannot be done you know wholesale. That one time it happens, it has to be done retail. And we 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 can't stop. So I like that 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 comment. That, you know never again, never forget, never give up. Uh, yes. You uh, should not break
9: it off. Thanks. Um, I would like just to respond to this question about the ideological divides uh, and social movements. I think um, during the elections and even before, during the time of the campaigns, there was an effort to set aside those ideological divides. So we could see uh, um, uh, uh, different political forces coming together to push. In labor Board, in human rights code, in environmental. And I think it's also good to know that when we started to we started to no? and the consensus that it's not, if the ideological divide will be set aside, and we will together. We will work together. So, therefore, we, we have this. And I think the most important thing is those, sorts, those ideological divides we can set aside, if we talk about issues, if we talk about the matters that affect the people, uh, if we stop labeling those who are different, of different opinions or political affiliations from us, Uh, and let's talk about issues. Even with diehard BBMs and diehard inter if we sit down and talk about issues, we should be able to come to a reasonable agreement based on morality, knowledge, of what is right, what is wrong, and what will benefit the most number of people. You know, and that is the challenge, I think. And if we have on to that, I think we we would be able to achieve uh, change.